WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Teens and local leaders gathered on Monday at the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Southwest Michigan to talk about what can be done to curb gun violence in the community. They also discussed how to heal from the violence and move forward as a community. He locked eyes on me, and he ran behind me, picked me up, and as I'm running, I'm running like I'm in a cartoon or something. He rolls me to the ground, and he lays on top of me while the bullets are flying. If we're going to, hear me now, if we're going to stop the violence in our community, it will not change until we all take it personally. Benton Harbor Mayor Marcus Mohammed took part in the panel discussion along with Berrien County Chief Judge Mabel Mayfield, Benton Harbor DPS Director Daniel McGinnis, former Michigan State Police Trooper Maurice Burton, and Pastor Taurus Montgomery. You can find the full story at our website. Broadway Park in Benton Harbor will now be known as June Woods Park following action Last night by city commissioners, neighbors organizing against racism had proposed renaming the park for Junius Brutus Woods, a former slave who moved to Benton Harbor in the 1870s and later started a nursery. He went on to plant many of the trees in the city. Speaking at a Monday's meeting, Commissioner Juanita Henry said the name change is a way to respect local black history. Any time that we educate ourselves or our children about our existence is good. And Broadway Park is just a street, Broadway Street. It means nothing to us. But now June Wood Park means something to us. Mayor Marcus Muhammad said many Michigan counties are named for cabinet members of Andrew Jackson, so why can't Benton Harbor name a park for a former slave who later thrived locally? Not only was he a, he planted trees, but he was an entrepreneur, a black man in business at that time, which was totally taboo. And that's the kind of history that our young people, who was, you know, who was, who was that? And he lived long into his old age. He lived to be more than 100 years old. Woods was the owner of Twin City Nurseries. Neighbors organizing against racism says the name change will prompt children who play at June Woods Park to look up local history. The group plans to dedicate a plaque reflecting the name next year. Benton Harbor City Commissioners have approved a special use permit for a new recreational marijuana dispensary. At a meeting last night, there was little comment as the Relief Center was given approval to open the adult use facility at 326 East Main Street. The permit was previously approved by the Planning Commission. Commissioner Mary Alice Adams said at last night's meeting the new business will result in the creation of jobs, adding there are communities using new marijuana businesses to do some good. New York City is about to give preferential treatment for those that were wrongfully accused of crimes, jailed in prison for marijuana. Adam says the city should consider that when renewing permits for marijuana businesses. The city's planning commission has also approved the site plan for the new facility. The Relief Center previously had a license to sell medical marijuana. Congressman Fred Upton says he's still expecting a government shutdown to be avoided at the end of the month with a continuing budget resolution. But, he adds, the Senate leadership is really cutting it close. The government will shut down if congressional leaders don't establish a spending agreement that maintains current levels with only a few changes Upton says pulling that off is proving to be tricky. But everyone knows that this bill needs to pass. Don't want a government shutdown. So if anyone has a specific project that they think they might be able to get attached, this is a bill to actually get it enacted into law. So you got a lot of wannabe hands waving to the leaders. Upton says he still does expect a deal, though. But there are some that want to shut down. So you got to thread the needle, as they say. 
Congress will be working on an abbreviated schedule next week. Upton expects things like aid to Ukraine and continued free COVID vaccines will ultimately be included in any deal. An event to show Southwest Michigan high school students some of the career pathways available to them will be held next month by Michigan Works and Barry and Risa. Michigan Works Business Solutions Manager Paul Broman tells us around 45 employers will be at LMC's Mendel Center with booths and hands-on activities to show students what's available locally. We want to keep this homegrown talent local, not to move away. When events like Career Pathway Day can truly open a student's eyes about what interests them. Maybe it's something they've never even thought about before, that, hey, this is happening in my hometown, in my backyard. I want to learn more about it. Roman says the day will focus on six areas of employment. Career pathways in those sectors are going to be health services. We're going to look at agriculture, science, arts and communication, business, marketing and technology, human services, and then engineering, manufacturing and industrial technology. Career Pathway Day 2022 will take place Friday, October 28th from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. with around 2,000 students. Michigan Works teamed up with Reese's CTE program to organize the outing for students. Any employer who'd like to take part should contact Michigan Works. There are 100 winners of $15,000 college scholarships from the Michigan Education Trust to celebrate its 35th anniversary this year. Christy Hudson of Ferndale received one of the scholarships this week and plans to use it for her five-year-old foster son. It's been very emotional to talk about. Um, there's not really words to describe how excited we are to have this opportunity for our foster son. The statistics are really poor for children leaving foster care and going on to acquire in a college degree. It's only about 3%. Met is giving out $1.5 million in scholarships this year. Under its giveaway, Michigan residents 18 years or older were eligible to enter on behalf of children ages birth to five by the same date for a chance to win a $15,000 in prepaid tuition. The prepaid tuition prize can be used to pay for future tuition and mandatory fees at a community college, college, university, or trade school in accordance with MET terms and conditions. Lions Industries out of Dwajak is the winner of the Michigan Works Association 2022 Employer of the Year Award. Michigan Works' Barry and Cass Van Buren says it's due to the company's commitment to improving the pipeline of skilled workers in the workforce. Lions is family-owned and produces bathtubs and showers for retail and wholesale. It's engaged with youth services programming, offered internships, career exploration tours, and hiring opportunities for young people, and also invested heavily in automation to help improve the work environment for employees. The company received its award at the annual Michigan Works Conference in Mount Pleasant this month. More than 90% of the work to replace lead water lines in the city of Benton Harbor is now complete. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services announced today more than 90% of the lines in the city have either been replaced or confirmed to be lead-free. Crews have excavated 171 service lines in the last 30 days and replaced any lead or galvanized service lines with new copper pipe. They're currently averaging six line excavations per day. So far, more than 4,000 water service lines have been replaced or verified non-lead as of this week, leaving roughly 400 to complete. More than 2,700 right-of-access water service line replacement agreement forms have been filled out by the 2,900 customers of the Benton Harbor Water System. Anyone who still needs to fill out that form should call the city. The goal is to have all the water lines replaced by April. And the new academic year will see the return of campus tours at Lake Michigan College for high school students interested in attending. LMC Admissions Director Caroline Tubbs tells us the tours will be offered at all three LMC locations, and students who go on the tours will see all the different buildings and programs the college has to offer. 
But if you plan to come to LMC at your local campus, then we encourage students to come and see campus because it really helps you visualize what life will be like as a college student. You get to know some of the staff through the experience. I was definitely one of those students before my first day of college. I walked around the community college that I went to and I looked at where my classes would all be and it really built my confidence. Tubbs says both class trips will take the tours and individuals can register for one. Any student who wants to check out all the facilities at their local LMC campus and does not have a class trip scheduled for one can sign up at lakemichigancollege.edu slash visit. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues. President Biden is headed to New York for the United Nations General Assembly. He will deliver a speech to world leaders there on Wednesday that the White House says will in part highlight the reckless aggressions of Russia towards Ukraine. ABC's Karen Travers has more. In his address to the U.N. General Assembly on Wednesday, President Biden will again forcefully condemn Russia's war against Ukraine. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan offered a preview. He'll offer a firm rebuke of Russia's unjust war in Ukraine and make a call to the world to continue to stand against the naked aggression that we've seen these past several months. Sullivan said the president will say countries cannot, quote, conquer their neighbors by force, but he will not call for Russia's removal from the U.N. Security Council. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. In an alarming assessment, the head of the U.N. is telling world leaders nations are gridlocked in colossal global dysfunction and are not ready or willing to tackle major challenges. Speaking at the opening of the General Assembly's annual high-level meeting, Antonio Gutierrez pointed out the war in Ukraine and multiplying conflicts around the world, the climate emergency and, quote, suicidal war against nature, as well as the dire financial situation of developing countries and many reversals and U.N. goals for 2030, including to end extreme poverty and provide quality education to all children. The U.S. says Russia appears ready to hold a fake election in eastern Ukraine to show that the people there want to be part of Russia and not Ukraine. ABC's Andy Field has more. The U.S. says Russia is rigging a possible election in eastern Ukraine before they cast the first vote. We know that Russia will use the sham referenda as a basis uh, to purportedly annex these territories either now or in the future. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan saying the U.S. and most Western nations will never recognize the region as anything other than a part of Ukraine. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Hurricane Fiona is blasting the Turks as a Category 3 storm after devastating Puerto Rico, where most people remain without electricity or running water. The U.S. National Hurricane Center said the storm's eye passed close to Grand Turk, the British territory's capital island. The government imposed a curfew and urged people to free, flee flood-prone areas. The storm could raise seas by 5 to 8 feet above normal. Fiona had maximum sustained winds of 115 miles an hour and was moving north-northwest at 9 miles an hour early today. The Hurricane Center says a storm is likely to strengthen into a Category 4 hurricane as it approaches Bermuda on Friday. New data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention show the Omicron BA subvariant still accounts for most of the nation's new COVID cases. The research also tracks two newer subvariants, making up a smaller percentage of cases. 
More from ABC's Justin Finch. Omicron subvariants BF7 and BA2.75 are on the CDC's radar. The newly identified BF7 accounts for less than 2% of new U.S. COVID cases, BA2.75 accounting for just over 1%, though its numbers are rising overseas. Even as the world makes headway in combating COVID-19, White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci has said new variants could pose unforeseen threats to society. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. And Massachusetts has received another unexpected group of asylum-seeking migrants. And Florida may be sending yet another group to Delaware. Delaware officials have reports of the same charter flight company Governor DeSantis used to fly migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard now has another plane headed to an airport near President Biden's Delaware Beach home. Delaware officials say they have aid groups ready to help resettle those migrants if they arrive. If the plane lands, it would be the second time Ron DeSantis has used Florida tax money to send migrants from Texas to the Northeast. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.